Welcome back to the podcast, The Secret of a Successful Life Series. Some of the most cherished memories believers recall come from the actions they saw and felt from a loving church. The Lord Jesus can work through the lives of His people in the churches. In this episode, we'll notice a very difficult time for the McIntosh family when Harry and Clara lose someone very special to them. The church will lovingly care for them and a new chapter in their lives will start to unfold for them. This chapter is titled, The Actions of a Loving Church. Mary, can you let Skippy Dog back in for his breakfast? I want to feed him before your daddy and your brothers get back from doing Uncle David's farm chores. We have plenty of things to do this morning before going to church. Okay, Mama, the teenage daughter said. Going to the screen door, Mary opened it and said, Skip, come here, boy. After giving a couple whistles for the old family dog, Mary said, Mama, Skippy's not at the door, and he didn't even come when I called for him. Mary, that's strange. He's always waiting for his breakfast. Let's go look for him. Stepping outside the farmhouse on a bright June Sunday morning, Claire and Mary started to look for the beloved family member. David and Nana with Anna Mae had gone to Leo and my wedding and had not yet returned, so Harry and Clara's family were looking over the farm chores in their absence. Skip, you don't want to miss your breakfast, Clara said with a false confidence, fearing what might have happened to her aging 16-year-old Jack Russell. Looking out by the barn and other farm buildings, Mary said, Oh, Mama, look. There he is. Running over to him, Clara knelt down beside the lifeless body of her beloved dog. Stroking his black and white fur, she said, Oh, Skippy, I knew this day was coming for a long time. Starting to cry, she said, You've been a special part of this family for so long. Mary knelt beside Clara and hugged her mother while she shed tears of her own. Taking her apron off, Clara wrapped Skippy up and started to carry him to the garden. Mary, would you please go to the machine shed and get the shovel and meet me at the garden? Mary said, okay, Mama. Mother and daughter started to dig the grave when Harry and the boys came home. Dad, what's Mom and Mary doing out in the garden this morning? We don't have time to do garden work now. Looking toward the garden, Harry said, Boys, I think something must have happened to Skippy. Walking up to where Clara and Mary were, they learned they were right. Harry put his arm around Clara and said, We all knew this day was coming. While we had many plans for this morning, let's take some time to grieve and say goodbye to our friend. We might miss Sunday school, but... We'll be there in time for church. Honey, let me help dig the grave. Taking the shovel, Harry started to dig the hole. Looking at the boys, he said, Boys, would you go to the machine shed and make a cross marker for Skipper? Yes, Dad. We'll do that right now. In a few minutes, the hole was dug and the boys had made a nice cross marker for Skipper. 
After putting Skippy in the ground and filling up the hole, Harry said, Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing Skippy to be an important part of our family all these years. He's been a great blessing to each one of us. Father, we commit him into your hands and care. We pray this in the name of Jesus, who gives each one of us hope beyond the grave. Amen. Looking at Clara, Harry put his arm around her and said, I dreaded this day for a long time. I suppose Skippy was chasing a rabbit this morning and had a heart attack. That little guy thought he could take on the world, Clara added. With that, each family member shared special memories of their beloved pet. While they were beside the grave grieving, Frank and Betsy Benson drove by on their way to church. Look, Frank, Harry and Clara and the children are all out in the garden this morning. Betsy, I reckon old Skippy Dog must have died. Harry was going to fill in for David this morning. You know, this family needs some time to be alone. I know they'll be at church in time for the service, but it looks like they're needed where they are right now. Let's do what we can to take care of the Sunday school duties for them. When Harry and Clara with the children arrived shortly before the church service, Frank met them and said, We covered your Sunday school duties. We saw that you had a rough morning. Sorry about your old friend. Harry looked at Frank and said, You've always been like a dad to me. Thank you for your love and understanding. When it came time to preach, Harry walked up to the pulpit and explained that their family had an expected but dreaded experience this morning. Folks, our old family dog died this morning. Our family buried him and allowed the Lord to be involved in our time of hurt and expression of memories. Now, I'm not preaching that dogs go to heaven. I'll leave that in the Lord's hands. But we can go to heaven, and that's why we put a cross on Skippy's grave to remind us of the hope we have in Christ. I bought him as a pup a couple years after Claire and I was married. It was during the Depression, and times were pretty tough for us. There was a mean-spirited old woman in the church who was making life miserable for Clara. So I took my skunk pelts and bought her the little Jack Russell for a Christmas present. One night, Clara had a ladies' meeting at our house and was insistent that Skippy be there. Almost everyone seemed to be pleased about that. Then Skippy jumped into the lap of the most critical woman of the church. Clara almost choked on her food when she saw that. But to everyone's amazement, Dorothy started to pet and speak kindly to that little dog. That was the beginning of a major change when Dorothy started to mellow and allow people to love her, and she loved them back. God used that little dog as a healing agent. Last year in the war, when I got wounded after that kamikaze plane hit the ship, for a few days I really thought I was going to die. The doctors worried that I was going to die too. In the times that I would wake up, I longed for the occasions when Skippy would cuddle up beside me when I didn't feel well. I really missed that little guy when I was overseas. I'm glad that Jesus let him survive 
so I could enjoy him after the war. Trying hard not to show his emotions, but not doing well at that. Harry continued between times of choking up. I think our son David expressed it rather well when he said how he could picture Jesus this morning holding our dog as a young pup again who was licking the Lord's face and with the Lord's other arm Jesus was hugging each one of us. That is one way to look at a heartbreaking situation whatever it might be. Clearing his throat and drying his eyes Harry continued with that Let's look at the message I prepared for this day because Jesus helps us to face every one of our difficult times. After the service, every person in the congregation made a point to visit with someone in Harry and Clara's family. One new family, the Watkins, waited longer than the others so they could talk to Harry and Clara. Ben Watkins and his wife Mildred had tears in their eyes. Ben said, Mildred and I are sorry about your little dog. We used to see him playing in the yard for children when we drove by your house. You know, back in the Depression, we lost our family farm. That was heartbreaking enough. But to make matters worse, that was the year that our dog died. We sure miss him. So Harry, Clara, and children, we've been down this road. Regardless of what others might think, we know this hurts a lot. We'll be praying for your hearts to heal. Someone once said, Tears are the price we pay for loving someone. I reckon that's true even if it's a special dog. Putting his arm on Harry's shoulder, Ben said, We sure are sorry for your loss. On the way home from church, the McIntosh family was unusually quiet. Each member was deep in thought. Finally, Harry took Clara's hand and said, You know what we just saw at church today? Children, I want you to remember this day. Yes, we feel really bad because Skippy died. But I want you to remember the outpouring of love everyone in the church showed us this morning. That is an example of the Lord's church in action. We needed that love today. And Jesus made sure that we felt it. Jesus will always be here for us. I want every one of us to remember that. Clara squeezed Harry's hand and said, Oh, honey, you are so right. Thank you for sharing that with us. This church has always been special to me. With the Lord's help, we can serve him wherever he leads us. Clara's words were prophetic. In a few days, a letter arrived from a pulpit committee in search of a new preacher. Harry and Clara recognized the town as being about 100 miles north of their farm. The town was Hainer, Iowa. Looking at the atlas, Clara noticed it was a smaller town than Rockville, where they had served before the war. Also, this town was not that far from where John and Neva Matthews lived. Harry, you don't suppose that John and Eva mentioned our names to this church, do you? I would not be too surprised if that's exactly what happened. Looking at the letter again, Harry said, 
They say they have potential to grow. Well, every church has potential to grow if they allow the Lord to be involved. Let's pray on this matter for a while and see where the Lord may lead us. With the extra farm income, Harry and Clara had already decided that they would like to go to a smaller church that really wanted to grow and try to help it do so. While they didn't want to brag about their income from their farms, they would expect the churches to do all they could to support a preacher, both while they served there and after they left for the next preacher. Clara mentioned to Harry, You know, losing Skippy was God's way of saying, We're going into a new chapter of our lives while we serve him. Looking at Clara, Harry said, Well said, Mrs. Preacher. After praying for a few days about the Hainer Church, Harry and Clara decided to send a resume to the pulpit committee. To move at this point in their lives would mean uprooting Mary and Oscar in their junior year of high school. Little David, being in fifth grade, would most likely make the transition better. After discussing the matter with the family, everyone was supportive of the idea. Within a week, Harry received a letter asking him and the family to visit the Harper, Iowa Christian Church and give a trial sermon the second Sunday in July. Captain McIntosh, your role as an Army chaplain looks mighty impressive to a pulpit committee, Clara said with a beaming smile. Oh, Clara, I'm just one of the guys that the Lord can use. Now, you're not just any guy. You're my guy, and I'm proud of you. When Leroy and Betty returned from the Texas trip, Harry and Clara shared the news of the upcoming interview. Betty mentioned how she knew some people from that church, and the people there seemed to be very committed to the Bible. Hainer was not that far from her home farm. Clara then asked Leroy and Betty, Have you set a date for your wedding yet? Holding Betty's hand in his, Leroy said, We're thinking about the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Well, Lord willing, our family will not have that far to go for your wedding, Clara said. When the McIntosh family visited the Hainer Church, they found a congregation that was eager to meet them. Clara's words about Harry being a captain in the Army really did impress them. When Frank Benson heard about this, he said, Why, that church would be all over you like fleas on a dog. They're going to want you to come there. Frank was right. The Hainer Church was very impressed with the McIntosh family. While the church had been declining in recent years, there was a spark of interest in getting back to the Lord's purpose for the church. Harry explained that he had some expectations from the church. First of all, they needed to expect him to work hard for the Lord's service. They needed to expect that from any preacher. Then he shared that he expected some things from the church. He expected them to grow spiritually, in number, and work at being able to properly support a minister and his family financially. Until that was able to fully take place, Harry was willing to work at some outside jobs like driving a school bus. However, the church should not expect to get off easy by not increasing the low wage they offered. One of the leaders said that when the church started to grow in number, they would be able to pay more. Harry responded, Now we have to understand something right now. 
I do not work on the bounty system. I fully hope that new people will be added to the Lord's church, but we cannot expect those people who are barely dry from the water of baptism to be dedicated tithers. But I do expect every elder in this church to give 10% of their income to the Lord's work here. I want you to know that if I come to be the preacher here, I will give 10% of what I make from the church here to the Lord's work here. The leadership was taken back somewhat by the forcefulness of Harry's comments, but they liked the fact that he had fire in his belly. While Harry would be a gentle person to work with, he would not be a pushover. This was the good that came from Harry serving as an army chaplain. He did not intend to be a weak-kneed preacher that was pushed around by abusive churches. Harry expected the church to follow the Lord's teaching in the Bible. After the interview, the Harper Church was very pleased with what they heard and seen in Harry McIntosh. After prayerful consideration, Harry, Claire, and the children decided to make the move to Hainer, Iowa. They would keep the farmhouse for a getaway place for family meetings and guest lodging. After Leo and I returned from our wedding trip, we settled into our apartment. Leo was going to school on the new GI Bill just as Oscar Benson was also doing. Leo hoped to take some summer classes and complete a four-year program in three years. That husband of mine has set big goals that the Lord is helping him to reach. In the late summer of 1946, Leo was asked to do some supply preaching. He told me he was nervous, but you would not have known that by the way he expressed God's word and made it understandable. It was clear God was blessing his life and mine also. Oscar and Virginia were making a short time home in St. Louis while he attended mortuary school. They greatly enjoyed Lila, who was able to run about very easily in those days. On the weekends, the family took in the area sites and occasionally traveled to Iowa or Tennessee to visit family members. We were all living in exciting times finding love and support in the Lord's work and church. Thank you for joining us today. We noticed while Harry and Clara's family suffered a sad event, they also felt the loving care of their church family. In the next chapter, we will notice how the love Betty has for Leroy will lead her to do something unexpected but very appreciated in a chapter titled, Because I Love You. We invite you to listen to this next episode.